Hello, and welcome to the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. I am Sarah Noble, a certified shamanic energy medicine practitioner, somatic embodiment coach, Akashic Record reader, spiritual mentor, and teacher of energy management and meditation. This podcast is born from my passion to help you reconnect with your heart and intuition. In each episode, you'll hear me channel guided spiritual information for a guest around a specific question or decision in their life. Afterwards, I break down the call so you can better understand how to connect with your own intuitive gifts, your spirit guides, and soul family. I will also give you practical exercises and tools that you can use to deepen your understanding of how to use this in your day-to-day life. Now, without further ado, let's get on to our caller. Welcome back to the show. Excited to be here with you today with a really beautiful and deep tender call with Katie, who is here looking for meaning in a big event that is happening in her life and also wanting to really be connected with her spirit guides as she gets deeper on this spiritual journey for herself. This call brings up the topics of spirit guides, spirit animals, angels, archangels, all the unseen support that we have in the world with us and a little exercise on how you can connect in more deeply with your guides, little meditation for you. We also look at giving and receiving and how we overgive and yet live in scarcity day in day out and how we can create a better relationship with this for ourselves. We touch on past lives and future lives. We also spend a little time exploring how our deepest wounding, the things that we try so desperately to hide from the world, are actually the key to living our dreams and fulfilling our purpose in this lifetime. So before we move on to my call with Katie, I just wanted to invite you, if you haven't already, to join our Intuitive Soul Awakening that we are hosting in our new community, the Intuitive Revolution. This is a free container for transformation for closing out 2021 with intention and really visioning and magicking (laughs) our dreams and desires for 2022. There are almost 50 women in the community already and we are going to just bring about a huge magical experience, something very different than you probably normally do. This is not about um, New Year's resolutions or intentions. This offers a much deeper and more integrated approach into what you want to create, and it calls upon your creative, intuitive intelligence to bring it forth into reality. So very, very excited and would love for you to join us. There's a link in the show notes, and I hope to see you there. Now let's get on to my call with Katie. Hi, Katie. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Sarah, um, I'm really um, happy to be here. I uh, have a recent, well, yeah, recent breast cancer diagnosis. And unfortunately, it's a recurring diagnosis. 
Um, I also had a, a episode, I should say, in 2018, and it was very minor, stage zero, and went through minor treatment, and then it's reoccurred. And now it's like the big guns. You know, I had the double mastectomy, the chemo, and um, I guess it's putting me into a place where I'm really curious about what's um, the meaning of it. I, I do think there's a meaning. It's, um, and I also am curious about um, my spirit guides that curiosity keeps popping up. So I'd like to kind of explore that a little. So I guess meaning and then the spirit guides is where I'd like to go. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that. And I'm holding you close. It's a, a big journey for this life. And I love that you are getting curious about the spiritual nature of it as well and honor you for that. You're choosing to show me a past life initially as we're connecting. And it's a past life where you are being burned at the stake. Mm -hmm. So in the image, you are a fierce fighter. Like you are not going down quietly. You're still shouting your message. You're still like, it's like every word has to count and you're going to say them until the moment that you can't say them anymore. There's this huge passion in you to really help people awaken and to not allow injustice. And it's very, very strong. I feel it in my whole body. So how does, when I, when I describe this to you and I say that to you, how does that resonate with your life today? I wasn't expecting that, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but as you were saying it, I felt like all puffed up and I'm actually crying because, um, the, the image I have is my oldest daughter when the person I loved and, um, she's here with me during this time. And, um, yeah, I feel very fierce at the moment, very power, very strong. Even though I'm going through all these medical things, it does make, I do feel strong and fierce. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm also at, I'm 58 and I'm kind of at a turning point in my life. It feels like where you go from taking care of everybody else to kind of a new phase of your life where you figure out what's really important to you. Yeah, and you're really being sort of put in a place that your self-care and your love of yourself has to become paramount in your life as you're walking this path you're on. Yes. How are you embracing that? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm really embracing it. Um, yeah, physically I've had to, and, um, I'm not a very public person, but I have reached out to people and kind of told them what's going on. And the outpouring of love has been amazing. They're just cards and flowers and meals and words of encouragement. And um, so I'm, I'm really allowing myself to receive that. That's very different from being the giver to now the receiver. And, uh, you know, it's like, I can't, I, um, Physically, I need to accept 
the help. And um, I, I do feel like my heart is opening through this process. Yeah, as you land with that, that your heart is opening, that actually, as you were talking, I was getting the sensation in my chest and of that opening. And so, you know, our breasts as women are right uh, on the sides of our heart chakra. Like that is where it shines through and out. And, you know, I'm, I'm getting that idea that when we nurse our children, right, we're nursing them from our breasts, we're giving, we're of our body, we grow them babies in our body. It's the ultimate giving of everything we have to bring forward new life and to create. And I am tuning in with this sensation of how you have been such a giver to the point where it's depleted you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, so your soul is giving you this opportunity to learn something different. So what's coming up is this idea of life lessons. And when we come here as a soul, we choose life lessons. We typically have a primary life lesson, and then we're usually working on at least a secondary. Some of us have a third one that we're working on as well. And I'm really getting the sense that for you, uh, a life lesson is around giving and receiving. You know, so a lot of people have the need to learn to receive, but for you, it's even more where it's connected in with this life lesson. And we learn life lessons just the way our world works, oftentimes through opposites. So you have been on this end of the giving, giving, giving part. And now you are really being called at a soul level to be on the receiving. And it's so beautiful that you are really like living that, like by reaching out to people, I can't imagine that that was easy when you started and you're allowing yourself to receive, which is just huge. And you're, you're working that other side of this life lesson that your soul came here to learn. So what are other ways that you can open yourself to receive? Like, where do you see, I guess, sorry, that's a confusing question because what I really want to see is where do you see yourself not receiving? I think I, um, there are a few more people I need to reach out to um, that have just keep popping up in my mind. It's interesting. There are a couple of people that have not reached out that are really close friends of mine. And I feel like I need to connect with them, not, not in a critical way, but just kind of a curiosity. What I'm interested in and curious about is where are the places that you don't let yourself receive? What comes to my mind is I was a stay-at-home mom for over 20 years and put on my, left my career when I had kids and now I'm re-entering um, as a coach. And um, so I guess it's in receiving, allowing myself to create this business and to kind of follow my passion and live out my purpose through the career. And it's kind of like I'm in, still in between. My youngest is still 16. And of course, kids always need you, but she's still young. But it's kind of allowing myself 
to receive the gifts and to live out the gifts I've been given to set up my coaching business. Yeah, because we can always find a whole lot of excuses of why we're not doing what we want to do. And I say that from my own experience. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm with you on that. And and yet that that thing, that passion, that purpose that we're here is going to keep calling us. It's, you know, it's sort of, it's that hero's journey where we are being called by spirit to do the thing that just lights us up and mm -hmm. is here to give to the world. And when we refuse that call, that voice gets louder and louder. And part of the hero's journey, you know, the first two steps, the first one is, um, is hearing the call. And then the second step is refusal of the call. Like we go through that where we're not willing to step into it yet. But then we, we do, we finally, the call gets so loud that we can't ignore it any longer and we have to do it. And it feels like that's that space you're in where it's you, you have to now, like there's no way to, to stop. Yes. Yeah. So my first career was business, more business related because I wanted to be able to support myself and um, achieve. And this is more following my heart. Mm -hmm. Coaching. And so, yeah, it's allowing myself to pursue that path. And as you're, you're saying that, like, I'm feeling lighter and there's this, mm -hmm. like, it's almost like someone turned the light on or though the, the light in the, my room did not change, but everything got brighter. Mm -hmm. And so that's going to be part of your healing journey as well. Like there's the physical part. And then there's the spiritual emotional part that by really embodying your work that you're here to do, you're going to include that in your healing journey. Mm -hmm. So one of the other things you had asked about was your spirit guides. Yes. And so what like, what would you like to know? What's, what's your question around that? Well, I'd like you to see them and tell me what they are. <laughs> <laughs> Little humor there. Um, I do, it's interesting in following what we've talked about, really opening my heart. It, um, it is an, uh, keeping the heart open. And so I imagine you know, it's interesting, like my intuition tells me like that a butterfly is a spirit, one of my spirit guides mm -hmm. and a um, hummingbird. And then I keep getting the name Maxwell. So that's kind of where I am. Okay, so that's beautiful. So what you, so your butterfly and hummingbird mm -hmm. are spirit animals. Uh-huh. And the butterfly is significant of transformation. Mm. And so you, you're going through a transformation. And hummingbird is, oh, I love hummingbird. I um, am trained in shamanic 
mythology and practices. And hummingbird is one of the main archetypes of the shamanic traditions. And what hummingbird teaches us is to take the epic journey, to follow our heart with wild abandon, not stopping to ask, how, do I have enough money? Do I have enough time? Wait till my children are out and, you know, leaving for college. Hummingbird migrates thousands of miles because the call happens and it's time to go. And she never stops and asks, will there be enough food? Will there be land for me to rest? She just takes flight and trusts. Wow. That, yeah. So I love hummingbird <laughs> and she's with you. Uh, wow. It's neat. She was my mother's favorite. And so I've kind of adopted her from my mom. So that's really powerful. Mm. Yeah. And when I feel into Maxwell, he's Maxwell is here to help you open your heart. That's his primary purpose for you right now. So the more that you lean into your relationship with him and with yourself, it's, it's all around opening your heart. Wow. Like he's showing me that he's got your back. Like you can trust, you can, he's holding his hand at the back of your heart. So he's saying like, I'm supporting you, I'm back here. And he's very um, strong and soft at the same time. Like he's a gentle giant is the way that I see him. And he's, um, so truth and trust live in the heart and he's holding his hand to show you that he's got you. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It feels really lovely. So you have some very powerful unseen friends working with you. <laughs> you know, it's interesting too. One, I have two butterflies. One is yellow and the other is blue, like a beautiful and electric blue. Mm. So you sound, you know, like knowing that they're there, you have this intuitive ability that is um, open in you, like to be able to sense them and know them, see them, connect with them. Like that part of you is there and is open. We all are intuitive. We just close it down because of life and circumstances. And so it's a beautiful journey into reconnecting with that. And it sounds like you're, you know, you're well on your way on that journey. Yes, it feels like it. Mm -hmm. You know, what's so interesting is um, in all the meditations I do and all the, when I try to find feelings in my body, I've always feel them in my heart. No, rarely ever in my stomach, sometimes in my throat, but it's interesting that that's where the cancer is. And that's what my mission is now to open my heart. When you say, when you feel your feelings, like, tell me a little bit about that. So if someone says, you know, um, you know, in coaching, it's, if somebody has a sensation, you know, can you describe the sensation where are you feeling in, in your body? I always feel it in my chest and it's usually on the left side. Like it's, mm -hmm. and it's usually a tightening 
Um, and but it's really interesting is I don't so much feel that anymore you know, from the last three or four months since my surgery. Mm -hmm. But not related to my surgery. I think it's more related that, you know, it's like we hold things in our tissues. Yeah. Yeah, there's such emotional wisdom that lives in the body. Mm -hmm. That we just haven't really been taught as a society how to access. I think that it's becoming more known. There's a lot more somatic work and awareness happening. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're, they're inviting you to go deeper with that practice. So now that the the heart or whatever those emotions were that were sort of stuck in the heart or have been released through you're diving in, right? Like really beginning this journey and being on this journey of processing. Their invitation is to go deeper, that there is more in your body that you just is just beyond your awareness. What, like when you do your meditations and you, you do your different practices, how much embodiment and really like getting into your body are you doing? Quite a bit. Yeah, quite a bit. It's been a journey for me. I've not always been like that. Yeah, me either. So yeah, it started with yoga, really learning to be more in the body. So yeah, their invitation, they want you to really go deep. They want you to have an emphasis on that practice. Um, you know, whatever that looks like for you, whatever calls to you, whichever teachers are coming to your awareness, really go deep into your body. There's that's part of your healing as well. Like they're showing me your toenails and they're like, we wanted to even get to know her toenails. Wow. <laughs> From the inside out, <laughs> not just at the salon getting a pedicure. Yeah. <laughs> was there anything else I can support you with today? No, that was awesome, Sarah. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you for bringing such a big and beautiful topic. Well, that was beautiful. Yeah. I appreciate you and all yeah. the work you're doing yeah. for yourself and the world. Well, thank you. Thank you to Katie for showing up today with such a vulnerable subject and for really being open to going into it with me. I appreciate you, Katie. And I love the topics that this conversation has brought up. And so first, I'd love to talk about spirit guides because it's a favorite of mine, as so many things are. This idea of unseen support that is always around us if we choose to open our feeling sensitivities, our perception that extends beyond our body and really allows us to take in and perceive information that we tend to just habituate out because we haven't been taught how to use those parts of our senses. 
it's not just guides. We also have spirit animals and power animals and multidimensional beings and ETs and a whole range of other beings that are here with us. Archangels, angels, ascended masters, all the different beings that are here with us, helping us to learn and experience ourselves as a human here on earth. I'd love to offer you a little practice, a little way to get in touch with your unseen help. If you can, go ahead and close your eyes. If not, you can practice this later. But just uh, close your eyes and allow yourself to arrive into your body. And then just imagine in your mind's eye, maybe like a little uh, movie playing on a screen. Imagine a step out in front of you. And the step can be made of anything. Maybe it's concrete, but maybe it's made of flowers or clouds or water. Just allow it to be however it is for you. And then go ahead and step up onto this first step of peace and tranquility. And allow yourself to just be there in a little bit of altered state of dimension. And then go ahead and imagine a second step. Again, notice what you notice, however it looks for you. Just allow it to come into your awareness. And then go ahead and step up onto the second step. And again, notice if there is a frequency change, a slight change in the way your body feels, in your level of awareness or perception as you're going up in dimension. Sometimes at this level, there can be something flying around you, maybe a butterfly or a bird or something random like a cup. Just allow yourself to notice what you notice. And then go ahead and take one more step up. And see yourself arriving in a grassy field stretching out in front of you. Allow your senses to take in whatever is here available for you to see, hear, feel, sense, however it is for you. Just play around in this space. See who shows up. Maybe there's a question you want to ask. Maybe there's some information they want to tell you. And maybe absolutely nothing is happening for you. All of that is just as it should be. Make it okay. And know that... It will happen when it's ready. And whenever you feel complete, you can just see yourself stepping back down onto that second step, noticing what it's made of, and then stepping down to the first step, and then just stepping back down here into your body in this dimension on earth and wiggle your fingers and toes open your eyes
And know that you can practice this anytime you like. And the more you practice it, the easier it will be and the more you will be able to perceive. Another topic this conversation brought up is giving and receiving and how important it is for us to do both. In the Andean shamanic traditions, there's a word Aini. And Aini is everything in right relationship. And it is the principle and idea that giving becomes so part of receiving that the relationship becomes a circle and there is no difference. There's no separation between our giving and our receiving. It is all in love and all one. And so as a society, we tend to overgive of ourselves, of our time, of our energy, of everything. And yet in this overgiving, we are, we live in scarcity. (laughs) There's never enough of anything. And part of that is because we are not open to receiving. We live in an abundant universe that is always wanting to love us. Every single thing is about the universe loving us. We give, 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 and don't allow it to love us back. And then we feel that there's not enough of anything when really it's just we're not receiving everything that there is to receive. Even in the times where, say for example, we don't have a lot of money today. That is actually abundance in the sense that we have a lot of not having enough. And so we have an abundance of not having. I know that might sound silly, but if you think about it, it's true. Anything that you don't have, you just have an abundance of not having. And so what if you were to practice having? Just really leaning in and feeling what it would be like to have the thing that you want, to have the new job, to have the extra time, to have the relationship with your children that you so long for, to have the ability to connect with your intuition, whatever that thing is that you feel you are lacking, what if you practiced having it? What if instead of being in the abundance of lack, You're in the abundance of having. Try it out. See what magic you can create with it. Also, I just wanted to touch a little bit on past lives because that surprisingly was the first thing that came up for Katie today and how we are really connected in with our past lives and there's so much valuable information about who we were and the gifts that we have and the lessons that we have used and bring with us between lifetimes. It can be a fun experiment to just go into meditation and journey, connect in, ask to be shown a past life and see what happens. See who you were. Were you a man or a woman? What time were you living in? It's interesting. We tend to look at past lives, but what can be super fun as well is to actually go and explore your future lives. What are you doing in the future? Who are you? Again, just don't get too attached, right? We are here in this body in this time, yet it can be fun information. 
It can be useful as we are on this journey here in this life. Something that was very evident in this call was how Katie was taking her wounding and taking those parts of her that she was not connected to and she was creating a different way of being with herself, with her situation, and with her past. Our medicine, the thing that we are here to give to the world, lies in our deepest pain, in our deepest wounds. And so for those of you that are coaches like Katie, what you are here to give to the world, the thing that you are here to serve in your biggest and highest and greatest way lies deep inside that thing that you are terrified to look at. It's in those patterns. It's in those moments that you keep hidden away. So if you are searching for what is your purpose, what is the thing you are supposed to be doing, my invitation to you is is go hunting. Get deep into that part of you that you turn away from the part of you that you have decided is not okay to be part of your experience. Your true gifts for the world lie in the shame, in the guilt, in the anger, in those parts of yourself that you are choosing not to love. So get that flashlight, my love, and go on a hunt. What is your medicine? What is that biggest, deepest treasure that lives inside you? What is worth the risk? of diving deep to be with it. Well, on that note, I leave you for today with lots of fun things to try and practice and a little adventure to go on. As always, thank you so, so much for being here. It is just such a beautiful part of my life sharing these moments with you. Namaste. Thanks so much for tuning in today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love if you could please leave a five-star review as it helps the show to grow and assists me on my mission of having intuition be a part of everybody's life. For more information on reconnecting with your heart and intuition, head on over to my website, www.themoderndayintuitive.com where you can listen to free meditations, sign up to be a guest on the podcast, learn how you can work with me in person, find links to my social media platforms, and much more. And a big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place by having the courage to look inward to develop your intuition.